Hello, everyone. Welcome to our show today. My name is John Drummond, or Yang Haowen. Hello, 大家好，欢迎各位再度来到 Angie 英文。我是 Angela. We have a great episode for you today with my good friend Trevor, who's known around the Taiwanese community as Trevor Tortomasi. 没错，你没听错。今天我们的来宾的确就是 ICRT 的新闻主播 Trevor Tortomasi。他等一下呢，要来跟各位聊一些他在电台的工作分享。My guest today is American, but has been living in Taiwan for quite some time now. He is an ICRT news anchor. Radio host, a hard worker, kind soul, and so much more. So, everyone, please welcome my good friend Trevor. Hello, thank you, John, for having me in. High five! Boom! Got on the first time. That doesn't usually happen. Doesn't but... usually happen. I'm a high five guy, you、uh -huh. know. In this、uh, COVID world, though, a lot of people like elbows. Right. <laughs> yeah. Which so... is harder, actually, if you're trying to hit like a. It's just a smaller surface area. Yeah, and people are weird. They're like, are, "Am I boxing them out? You know,、uh -huh. like, am I trying to do this little like? Give me what was that shoulders dance? You remember when we were young? All I can think of is flossing when I'm trying to do it on camera right now.、Nice. <laughs> it's not great for the audio medium. But, Boom! That's、yeah. our that's our clip right there. <laughs> well, welcome to NG Yingwen. It is so great to have you on the show. You just came off of doing a morning shift over at ICRT, and you were probably exhausted and probably want to fight me. But your voice sounds great, and you look great, and thank you for joining us. Thank you, thank you for all of those things, and for thinking that I could fight you. <laughs>、um, I did just finish the morning shift from 5 a.m. to noon. Stayed a little after, make sure all the files got in the right places, etc.、Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's boy, waking up at three. It's a different slice of life. You know, if you can imagine like the the kind of the kind of person who wakes up at three and goes like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna drink my protein shake. I'm gonna like go out and run like a, a run in the park and and be done by five and get to work." And、um, and then that same person, if you can imagine, as soon as they get home, they crash at three p.m. So it has its upsides and downsides. No doubt, it's But, a different animal for sure.、Yeah. If you don't mind, we've we've mentioned ICRT. Do you mind giving our audience here a little introduction? Who is Trevor? Trevor is referring to himself in third person. I like、um, that. Trevor works at ICRT, the radio station in Taiwan, Taiwan's only English-speaking radio station.、Um, Trevor has been working there for one year, and I report the news, and I edit the news, and then I report it some more. Every person on the news team at ICRT has a few casts that they're in charge of at different times of different days. And I do the afternoon casts. Yeah, the afternoon newscasts. I、mm -hmm. love that. Yeah, no, well, well said. And another fun thing you do with ICRT is you do these awesome podcasts, essentially, right? Because I, I don't think that goes out on air, but they are. It's called Taiwan Talk. Is that correct? Yeah, I co-host.、Um, I have a host. We alternate on each week, but、um, we have a podcast called Taiwan Talk where we interview people on. Topics from and about Taiwan, and everything is、um, is generally an interview. Sometimes we've done a, a few sort of like investigative reporting ones, but yeah, just trying to get more more content about Taiwan out there. It's an honorable quest, as、yeah. I'm sure you will understand. Yeah, no doubt. And I love that you've you've taken this on. Is like you said, you've only been with ICRT for about a year now. So congratulations on almost the year anniversary, or、My、maybe right, yeah, yeah,、uh -huh. right over a year now. Uh, just over a year, just yeah, over about a year. year, year and a month now.、Um, it's challenging, but I really appreciate having the opportunity to have a high-pressure job that also really encourages me to care about the news and what is going on in the world, and it helps me study Chinese. 
It helps me learn video editing, sound editing, all these different things. I really feel like starting this job at ICRT has been sort of a, a culmination of all the different things I've been wanting to have be mm -hmm. part of a job for a long time. And suddenly getting here, I feel like I get to do all of them at once. Yeah, and I it's so that. much work, but it's really rewarding. Yeah, and beautiful kind of breakdown of that because getting to know you now a little bit over the past year or so, I feel like that's what you apply to all aspects of your life. And to get to see you now, yeah, have a job where yeah, it's stressful, it's a lot of time, it's very demanding in, in certain aspects, but to see you put on that like hat, that courage hat and like, yeah, I want to tackle that. You know, I want to put out a great show. I feel you're proud of what you do and I, I just love, I feel like you're in a perfect job fit for that for right now. Thank you. It means a lot. Yeah. Awesome, man. So thinking then a little bit about how you got yourself to ICRT a year ago, what was the inspiration to get involved with kind of news radio and, and ICRT as a whole? I had fallen in love with podcasts um, a few years back. Uh, and John can relate to this. Um, we've just talked a bit before about how much we like podcasts, but just the medium is so great. I love being able to go for a run, do my laundry, wash the dishes, and always sort of have something in the background. We love music too. Music's great, but almost always I find myself choosing to listen to an educational show or um, even some like audio dramas are really fascinating. And listening to so many over the years, I just started thinking about dressing for the job I wanted, you know, in the popular metaphor, dress for the job you want, not the job you have. And in order to do that, I was just like, how am I going to start a podcast? And how am I going to start a, a, a YouTube video? Or how am I going to start making content and stuff like this? And none of it was very good. But what it did teach me was how to work with these programs and how to work with these tools. And then when I showed up for the first interview at ICRT, I said, here are all my tools and here's what I'm learning. And they said, thank you very much. And I didn't get the job. And then a year later, I went back and I interviewed again. <laughs> I didn't know and that. Then, and then they said, oh, you know what? Actually, this is what we're looking for now. The first time I interviewed, I was actually for a social media position. A shout out to our social media guy, Simon, for all of the hard work he does. I don't know if I could do that. So I think it was, a, it was, it was the, the right fit for me to the second time come back and apply to be um, a news broadcaster. And yeah, work with the news team and, and write different shows and stuff. I love that. Wow. You didn't accept no. defeat. And that was and that was preceded by I, I, I applied for a job at RTI, which is another radio station. Right. Radio Taiwan International. Radio right? Taiwan International. And um that was like a year before that. <laughs> so I have a long history of I've been uh I've been rejected from the majority of radio station jobs that I applied for. So <laughs> take that to heart, guys. It doesn't it doesn't happen overnight. Um but keep going, keep studying. You don't always know what the test is gonna be, but if you just keep studying, you're gonna get better at tests in general. When I finally did get the job, it was one because I, I told them, Hey guys, I'm gonna work my friggin' butt off. I meant it, I do mean it. And I hope that they I hope that they saw that. And that's why uh, a reason I got it. But other than that, it was also because over the course of those two years, all the skills I'd been working on, all the things of like wanting to learn that everything that is involved with this job, that'll, that'll get you there. Mm, yeah. And staying prepared for all those different types of learning and staying fluid. And I think, as you mentioned about podcasts, I just wanted knowledge. I just wanted to have that background dumping of knowledge into my brain, whether it was podcasting or audiobooks or just the perspective of multiple walks of life, all different people to help me become a better John, a better version of myself. And, you know, kind of uh, peeking behind the curtain for a lot of our audience, you know, what do you actually go through when you are creating your news 
cast for your show. So we have a program that we use at ICRT to collectively edit news articles with the news team. So everyone has it on their computer and we can pull things over to different like tabs and folders. And that using that tool, we pull in articles. We'll take charge of different articles per person and then we'll put those together to make what we call a cast which is one five minute uh round of of news essentially and we do one cast at each hour so maybe now we're working on the one but we're sort of starting some stories for the two and uh, we have one good story that we're going to save for the three etc and as we collectively edit we form here's the section for the local news here's the section for the international news and then some casts are longer and some casts are shorter very very interesting too and i love that yeah you're kind of always getting those five minute casts those new segments ready you know, at, almost in real time as news is developing, you know, it's, it's very, it's crunch time. <laughs> yeah. And you absolutely have to stay in it and know what's happening in the news all the time. Um, there's been a couple times where I, well, more than a couple, but I'll be, I'll be modest here. Um, there have been a few times where I've missed an important story and that's a big thing. It's not like the radio station ends, but, um, you have to pay attention to what's going on and stuff like that. Yeah. It reminds me of, do you remember South Park? They did a documentary and it was like called Seven Days to Air. And because South Park, you remember, of course, remember that show. I, I know the show. This is a documentary about South Park. Yeah. And, okay. you know, they're, they were always trying to stay so relevant, so in real time for their show that they would design, animate, voice edit all the show within seven days. So it could be as fresh as it could. And it was just, That's incredible. It, just it was just straight <laughs> chaos. And, you know, the writers are in there with like two days left to air. They don't right. even have anything ready. And it was just a fascinating, fascinating show. And it kind of reminds me, I empathize thinking about you just trying to stay up to date all the time. <laughs> yeah, most of the stuff we, it's a rolling experience, if I could use the mm -hmm. word rolling, because it's always like a, a, a ball or maybe a giant boulder, if you will, um, sort of moving forward. And, you know, you're always preparing the next thing while you're doing the current thing. That multitasking, that high level multitasking right there. 房间开始这边,Trevor不是提到说他因为在SRT做的是下午的新闻,所以都需要很早凌晨就起床准备那天要报的新闻嘛,然后常常都是在下午回到家之后就倒头大睡。好,明明早上就是起床的时候,哇,
那个五月天几年前不是就有出一首歌叫做《派对动物》嘛，就是就是讲这个 party animal。再来 ，Trevor 讲到说，其实本身就很爱听 podcast， 很爱听音频节目，不管何时何地都可以一边听，然后一边跑步、洗碗啊、洗衣服什么的，而且一直都也很想要自己去做一个节目，但就是不知道要怎么怎么开始，不知道怎么下手，所以某天呢就想说，哎。人家不是说都要 dress for the job you want， 要为自己想要的工作做准备吗？所以就开始去自己学怎么用一些相关的录音编辑软体。好，那在给自己做影片、在做音频节目和使用相关电脑软体这方面累积了一定的经验值之后呢，就跑去面试中央广播电台跟 ICRT。虽然说当时两间他都没有被录用，但 Trevor 也没在怕。隔年呢，又再度去面试，果然就皇天不负苦心人，就被 ICT 录取了。说当初的兴趣，像是做影片啦、录音编辑等等，现在通通都集于一身，都变成是他的工作的一部分。这里我们来听一句还蛮特别的说法 ：Dress for the job you want, not the job you have. 好 ，dress for the job you want， 它本来意思是说我们要为心中想要的工作去好好打扮自己，好好选衣服穿，不要就是邋邋里邋遢这样子。不过这边 Trevor 给他做延伸，比如说，哎，我们要为心中想要的工作去好好准备自己，把工作需要具备的能力都磨练好这样子。接着 ，Trevor 他分享到的是，呃，他们在电台电台报新闻的前置工作。如果是对电台工作有兴趣的听众朋友，这一段刚才大概听的听他们幕后的日常听得津津有味吧。他说他们新闻团队每个小时呢都要播一篇大概五分钟的新闻报道，有我们台湾当地新闻，也有国际新闻。整个工作节奏基本上算是非常紧凑的，因为你要一直不断更新，确保你的新闻是是最新的嘛，哈。那这边他们说，就跟当年南方公园 （South Park） 的那个制作流程很类似，随时呢都要跟进最新时事，要 stay up to date。好，不晓得各位有没有听过 South Park（ 南方公园）这个节目？它其实是一部透过黑色幽默来讽刺美国文化跟社会时事的成人喜剧卡通。那就像刚才这样说的，因为他们卡通情节都是跟着社会时事在走。所以整个制作流程呢都是非常非常的快，好，从设计、绘图、配音到播出，就短短一个星期的时间。好，大家如果有兴趣的话呢，可以去看看关于这部卡通的纪录片，我觉得还蛮有意思的，而且也可以对美国文化有另类更深一层的认识。那刚才这边我们讲的幕后工作、幕后花絮，英文一般会说 behind the curtains， 或是 behind the scenes。那如果是像这样说的 ，peek behind the curtains， 那我们就可以，我们就可以解读成是一窥幕后工作。好啦，那这段内容就先在这里告一段落，我们赶快继续听下半段的分享。And thinking too about you know maybe the future of you know what are you planning for 2022 and beyond? Is there certain direction you want to take your shows, or or is there anything that you have on the horizon? For Taiwan Talk, I imagine it going pretty much how it's going now. We just talk to as many interesting people as we can.、Um, you know the feeling, and always looking for the stories. Really, some people won't listen to something as much if it's sold as an interview, but they'll listen to it if it's sold as a story.、Mm -hmm. And so,、um, 
you know, well, it's not, we're not selling it. It's a, it's a free podcast, but, but yeah, I mean, getting, getting those stories is, is, is the future of Taiwan talk. And then we have a podcast called News Bites, where we take simple stories and use simple English um, with some Chinese translations to help kids, mainly aiming at like middle schoolers, junior high schoolers, high schoolers and stuff, uh, learning English to keep up to date with the news. And uh, we're no South Park because we usually were about two weeks out on that one. So, you know, if the the what happened today, just today, the uh, the Mars Perseverance lander um, drilled a perfect hole in a rock. That was the headline. It was cool. It's cool science stuff. I love science stuff. I'm Me going too. on so Me many too. tangents here. <clears throat> I love it. No, it's okay. Um, I love that. <laughs> but uh, so that story just happened today. And that story will probably air in like two weeks or something. But as long as it's relatively fresh, it's simple. It takes a long time to produce and it takes a whole team to produce it. But I'm so grateful that I get to participate in radio, editing, podcasts, and education. Coming from someone who used to be a teacher, I still have that yearning to to help people learn something. As much as I like learning stuff when I'm listening to podcasts at home, I just want to like tai chi trend that back into the world. You know? <laughs> I love that. I love that. Yeah. And you are doing it so well. If you don't mind, then can we transition a little bit to kind of your own story with Taiwan and Mandarin as as you've learned Mandarin now so well and how you now apply that to your life on radio and podcasting. So let's start with when did you come to Taiwan? I came to Taiwan in for the first time in 2006. It was my first time in Asia. Um, I actually went to Japan first to visit a friend and came to Taiwan for like three weeks and it wasn't that long. I visited a family friend who lives in Tianmu and um so that being my first experience of taiwan was very different from the from much of taiwan but i had learned chinese for about 3 years at that time 2006 and i had had some high school chinese i was 17 years old perhaps i should have left with that cuz that's important for the context but basically i thought i was so cool man i thought i could speak chinese and be fluent and stuff and no i could get around i, w- I wasn't lost all the time but um it taught me uh humility um especially with language learning um that is what you need i think when you're first learning if you can't find it in your language class through maybe your teacher being like hey stop it or do better you can be better um you will eventually find it unavoidably in society <laughs> and and people saying like i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> is the perfect way to make you realize okay i need to study a little bit harder it's not <laughs> impossible yes but it is it's not a wall but it is a hurdle if you if you will yeah yeah the humility i love that i think that might be a kind of our, our key word here uh-huh. for uh for the episode our thumbnail hurdle and boulder and <laughs> yeah. all the, i'm all keeping the, track of the keywords all, yeah. the, all the fun little uh, analogies <laughs> there but yeah i think that was that's so vital and so transitioning then you moved here in what year 2009 to study chinese i was in university at the time and it was my study abroad year mm. so i lived in the dorms i had the dorm experience with all the other students and you know nice to meet you across the way you're from france and nice to meet you neighbor you're from spain it was a lot of europeans <laughs> but um but yeah that that international experience was really what woke me up to more i mean it's all just a series of of waking up that international experience was so crucial because it was the first time I truly had people that I could call my friends that were my age, liked all the same stuff that I did, like Pokemon and Chinese. That was about it. Um, <laughs> and Lord. were also from other countries <clears throat> and had completely different contexts to to share. And so, and, and so many stories came out of that. Yeah. And, you know, your Mandarin got to such a level 
And now you are constantly having to stay up to date with, you know, local news and international news. How much would you say of your ICRT job now is using Mandarin? To be honest, if I don't try, and sometimes I do get lazy, I don't have to speak all that often. I don't have to speak Mandarin all that often because there are so many people. You know what happens a lot is that I understand Mandarin enough for for anyone in the office to speak to me completely in Mandarin and I'll respond in English and they'll understand everything I'm saying. And so um, it's, it's, it's funny. I've seen a lot of relationships like that too. Mm -hmm. Like you'll go to a friend's house and, you know, maybe they're from another country and their, their, their partners from Taiwan um, and they'll just speak kind of their own language at each other and everything's fine. Um, It's very easy for that to happen, but on other days uh, speaking to, coworkers more basically just anytime i talk i can speak mandarin and that in itself is gratifying because when i was an english teacher english teachers out there shout out to you xinkua because if you speak some chinese they'll be like Shh, don't let the kids know stuff like that and that was that was one of the hardest parts of english teaching for yeah me. yeah i agree i agree so it's just nice to be able to to use it now because i'm in taiwan i should use it and every chance i get and i'm like really mentally reminding myself to be a little more vigilant in that ex- in that aspect. Mm. Um, and for reading, yes, we have to read the, the, the news in Chinese. So. Yeah, yeah, and then break it all down in your translation work right there. Awesome, brother. Well, I, I love what you're saying also, too, you know, just reminding me to go on a tangent about being the English teacher who could speak Chinese and then you can't really ha- – you, you can't connect with your students and, you know, you're not really, like, supposed to speak Chinese. And I always – I understood it, but I, I found it frustrating as well. Right. It's hard because you can connect with them just as far as their English goes. Mm-hmm. And then if you want to connect more, I think it's more useful to speak a little bit of Chinese and connect with them on a different level that you can sort of pull them toward. Like, hey, I know how to say the name of your favorite show um, in Chinese. And you say that and they're like, oh, wait, I want to learn how to say it in English. And you're like pulling them into learning more um, with using both languages. Yeah, yeah. Fascinating. I love that. Well, brother, unfortunately, we're coming to the end of NG Ingwen here. And a question I love to end with is if you could go back and talk to a younger Trevor, would there be any advice you give yourself about language, life, ICRT, anything? For language, never be afraid to be embarrassed. Like, get embarrassed as much as possible. Because I think when you start speaking a language, you're so worried about what the person listening or responding or speaking to you is going to think and whether you're going to use the wrong word or not. Spoilers, guys, you're going to use the wrong word Mm -hmm. a lot, Mm -hmm. all the time. And so you've got to be able to get embarrassed and um, kind of go past it. And people who are friendly, people who are patient, look for the patient people, younger Trevor. Look for the people who will sit with you and not mind that you made a mistake because that's how you get better. Yeah. Well, well said. Yeah. And it goes back to that humility. Full circle. He just did that. <laughs> he went there. He's a poet. Awesome, man. Well, where can people find more about your life online? Where can they find and listen to your show on ICRT and different platforms? You can find the podcast I co-host, Taiwan Talk, with ICRT wherever you get your podcasts. And you can also find the podcast that we and the whole news team at ICRT are working super, super hard on, News Bites. Um, which is aimed at sort of high schoolers um, and middle schoolers and news for kids, which is more goofy, but still teaches English with Chinese translations and is aimed at younger kids. You can find my Instagram at Trebotsky, T-R-E, bot like robot and ski like going skiing. Um, And I name myself that on pretty much every platform. Well, you are a great advocate for language and hard work and, and applying yourself. 
Trying my best. Boom. Awesome, brother. Well, thank you for making time, and I hope you can now go rest and have a wonderful weekend. I'll be asleep within 20 minutes, yeah. <laughs> thank you for having me. <laughs> awesome, Trevor. All right, everyone. We'll talk to you next time. 第二段这边我们谈到未来 Trevor 他们在节目 Taiwan Talk 的那个设计方向会比较朝跟来宾做故事分享这方面前进，因为听众大多对这类型的内容比较比较有兴趣。反而如果是座谈访谈性质的的那个节目的话，哎，收听率就相对的比较低一点。那听众朋友如果怕太难听不懂的话，也没有关系，他们还有另外一个节目叫做 News Bites。主要是设计给过高中生听的内容，大多都是以新闻为主，像是最近美国 NASA 的那个火星探测器毅力号就上了他们的 News b y t e 新闻头条，而且内容也都是用比较简单的英文来报道，也会像我们 NG 英文一样有解说来帮助理解。这边有个句子，我们来听一下 ：Coming from someone who used to be a teacher, I still have a yearning to help people learn something. 好，这句话有两个重点，我们想来跟各位做分享。第一个是 coming from， 它跟我们一般熟悉的来自哪里啊，从哪里来意思不一样哦。它它是有因为的意涵在。好，那第二个是这个字 yearning， 渴望。所以这句话的意思就是说，我以前是老师，虽然现在已经没有在教了，但是内心其实还是保有一些想要帮助他人学习的渴望。再来，我们来宾聊到他当初零六年来台湾的时候，因为已经有学三年中文了，就觉得哇，自己很帅啊，很厉害，一个外国人在台湾会讲中文这样子。好，虽然说那时候他基本的对话是没有问题，迷路也都可以有办法靠中文找路，但真的也是说不上是流利啦。哈、哦。不过还好，这样的一个冲击不但没有让他因此退缩，反而呢学会了 humility 谦虚的重要。只是话又说回来，虽然他现在中文已经很不错了，但是上班有时候还是会就只用英文跟同事沟通，因为毕竟还是母语嘛，好还是会比较容易一点。可是他特别的地方就在于同事跟他讲中文，然后他是用英文回答这样子。好，因为大家同事其实都是中文、英文都通，那双方可能工作一起工作久了，就形成一种特有的沟通模式这样子。你讲中文，我讲英文，那彼此都懂，这样就好。<笑>不过当然他还是会尽量用中文啦，毕竟在台湾工作嘛，对不对？而且也学那么久了，不讲白不讲嘛。<笑>最后 Trevor 说，不管我们在学什么语言，都不要怕丢脸。不要怕说，哎，我讲出来的东西文法对不对啊？发音好不好？这些担心都是都是给供，也都是多余的，因为它一定会发生啊，你一定会有讲错的时候。但是就丢脸，就笑一下就过了嘛，把讲错的学起来，还可以更进步，对不对？这里刚才不知道大家有没有听到他说 ，spoiler guys，spoiler 就是我们讲的剧透。好，就是 Trevor 直接剧透大家，直接告诉我们，哎，学语言担心往后会发生的一些丢脸画面是一定会发生的，所以与其担心这个担心那个，不如就想办法去面对它。好，那希望大家都有从这一次的内容学到一些东西，有兴趣的话呢，找个时间去听听他在下期的节目哦。Peace. Peace. All right. Well, that is our NG Ingwen show for today. We hope everyone enjoyed listening to that. You can connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and now Spotify. You can search NG Ingwen, or you can search on IG NG English I C R T. And don't forget to tune in every Wednesday morning from 6:30 to 7, and Wednesday night 
from 9 to 9:30. We'll catch you on the next episode. Bye bye. 好啦，今天的节目就到这边告一段落啦。感谢各位的收听，别忘了订阅我们的 Spotify 还有 YouTube 频道哦。那喜欢我们节目的话，也要记得到 Instagram 到 IG 上追踪我们哦。如果各位有什么其他问题是想要问来宾的，也请欢迎在底下留言告诉我们，我们一定会想办法帮你问到手。好啦，那就下周在空中相会喽，拜拜。